You look at the world and you ask the question, how to be happy? And there'll be millions to advise you. A lot of them will give you three steps or a seven-day challenge or a 21-day workbook or hand you scriptures and books that talk about beliefs and formulas to be happy. Everybody can help you on how to be happy. But what about how to be sad? Let's talk about that in today's episode before I introduce you to today's mantra. Namaste and welcome back to yet another episode of the Mahakatha Meditation Mantras podcast. I'm your host Preeti and today we're talking about sorrow. I know it's not a very catchy topic, sorrow. I know it won't gather a crowd like joy can. But my question to you today is this. Is sorrow something we overcome to reach joy? Or does it maybe have a deeper purpose? On some level, you and I know that sorrow has a purpose in our lives. We know that. We know this through our own experience in life. We know this through stories that we have read and watched and heard that beautifully depict how sorrow was at the center of some of the most pivotal moments in the story of a human being. And yet, in today's world, that wants you to simply echo positivity, that demands you to be positive, or else you risk being labelled as whiny, as complaining, as ungrateful, or as simply a negative person, a world that wants you to simply cheer up, take a few deep breaths and do a few exercises and suddenly feel amazing. This is a world that has forgotten how to be sad. And because we live in this world, we now see sorrow as something that just needs to be overcome, rather than something that needs to be experienced. And so today's episode is just a gentle reminder that sorrow is meant to be experienced too. There is still a lot of healing power in having a good cry, whether it is at the end of an emotional movie or whether it is when you are by yourself thinking of things and remembering people that you are grieving for. Today's episode is a reminder that joy and sorrow come from the same place and deserve the same amount of kindness and attention and patience. There is no urgency to overcome sorrow because in trying to rush away from it you might miss the most pivotal chapters the most pivotal lessons of your life i want to remind you that it is all right to be alone in your sorrow as well if you feel like there's nobody else you can speak to about your sorrows then i want you to know that it is possible to sit down with your sorrow by yourself and still, with the wisdom of your own mind, heal your sorrow. For that, you just have to learn to be comfortable with your own solitude 
comfortable with not rushing towards things and taking things slow. Because in the slowness and in the solitude, wonderful healings happen. Speaking of joy and sorrow, I bring you one of the most beautiful mantras to help you balance your emotions and sit down with the sorrow, like I said, without fear, without judgment and with patience and courage. The mantra that will help you breathe through your sorrow and to make room for healing. That mantra is the simple Soham mantra. Soham is a chant that is created to mimic the sounds of our breath. So depicts the sound and process of our inhalation and hum depicts the soft and slow flowing out of our breath. And if we can practice the slowness and the calmness of so hum, especially in our bouts of sorrow, then we can teach ourselves to make peace with our sorrows and to experience them and marvel at them just as we marvel at our joys. If you haven't meditated with the Soham Mantra yet, then the chant is available to you at a 30% discount. Simply use the code mentioned in the description below and try sitting down with this mantra and surrendering your sorrow, your grief to it. The world and all its rush and all its urgency can wait for those precious few minutes as you peacefully meet your sorrow. Your sorrow is important. Your sorrow does have a role to play. And to etch it deeper into your mind, I'm going to leave you with a few sentences from one of the most beautiful passages ever written on joy and sorrow, written by the great Lebanese-American poet and philosopher Khalil Gibran. He says, your joy is your sorrow unmasked. Your joy is your sorrow unmasked. And the same well from which your laughter rises was oftentimes filled with your tears. And how else can it be? The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. And these last few lines may sound a bit philosophical, but I want you to think about them the entire week. And even if you can extract 2% of what it is trying to say, you will see your joys and your sorrows in a completely new light. He says, when you are joyous, look deep into your heart and you will find it is only that which has given you sorrow that is giving you joy. And when you are sorrowful, look again in your heart and you shall see that in truth, 
you are weeping for that which has been your delight. I hope you think about these lines all week long and I hope you come to the realization of how joy and sorrow come from the same origin, the same source and that you are not meant to bulldoze over your sorrow or defeat it. You are meant to fully experience it so that it may heal you. On that note, dear listener, we come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today and sticking around till the end while we spoke about a rather unpopular topic. And before I meet you again next week, I have a small request. If you are enjoying this podcast, if you like the content and if you'd like us to keep making more and more episodes, please leave us a review. We love hearing your story. We love knowing that our life's work is bringing light and positivity into yours. So please take a minute and go ahead and leave us a review through the link mentioned in the description. Thank you once again for all the love. Have a beautiful rest of the week and I will see you again in the next episode. Stay blessed.